Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata. Margot Moss is not with us tonight. Uh, this is going to be a first in Midnight Menu history. I will be flying solo. Don't be afraid. It'll be okay. We'll get through this. Margot is ill tonight. She had a bad donut at uh, Upper Nine Donuts last Saturday. She'll, her lawyer will be contacting you very soon. Now, that's an inside joke. We'll explain that in a minute. But we're at Ted's Frost Top on Claiborne and Calhoun in Uptown New Orleans. Once a week, Margot and I meet here at Ted's, and we invite a member of New Orleans restaurant community to join us. And we invite them to bring along a friend, a plus one. We never know who that's going to be. It could be their masseuse. It could be their uh, who they took to the prom. It can be a spouse, a uh, mistress. We never know. But, uh, but we're excited to, uh, to have our guest this morning. He is a very interesting man on Midnight Menu Plus One. Michael Kane is a leader of the punk band The Parishioners. He's a sculptor of public art pieces. He tools around in a 1950s Edsel, just pulled up in that. Um, he is an active member of the crew of the Rolling Elvi, and now he's fast becoming the donut king of New Orleans, uh, Upper Nine Donuts, and we're very excited to hear about this, a pop-up model, a little different. I feel like this has been sort of the year of the pop-up or the sum of the pop-up for me, and um, I'm really excited to have with us tonight the uh, one and only Michael Kane. So, Thank you for coming. Uh, thanks for having me, Ray. I appreciate it. Uh, it's always nice to get out and uh, uh, plug new things and uh, get talking. You know? All right. Well, tell so. us. Go right ahead and tell us well, how, how in the world did you – I've known you for a while. Right. Full disclosure here. I've known you for a bit, and we're good friends. And uh, how did you – you never told me how you got involved in uh, the donut business. And it went, sure. First of all, when did it start? Uh, it started uh, – we started working on recipes just about – uh, nine months ago, I'd say. Wow. Um, we were talking about it a few months beforehand, and it just all evolved. So, I mean, obviously, I'm not the king of donuts because there are four of us that are actually involved. And uh, co monarch or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Co regent. A collective. A collective. A collective. A co I wouldn't say communist. Oligarchy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, an assembly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the so the four of you got together. Correct. And you uh, decided nine months ago you're going to start thinking about this. And when did you open for business? Uh, we opened uh, about eight weeks ago at Tracy's. So That's all it's been, eight weeks? Yeah, well, okay. maybe nine. We're, yeah, it's actually nine weeks. Okay. So, um, but I got involved uh, basically because my studio is right in the, in the Bywater, uh, Upper Nine. Is re you know. That's where the name came from. Yeah. and Well, one of the reasons, my, my own personal reason, uh, my partner has, definitely has his own reasons, uh, and he'll explain that later. Okay. Um, but uh, the na the neighborhood changed so drastically over the last couple of years. I mean, people are moving in. It's it's gentrifying a little bit. I kind of miss my drag queens and uh, crackheads around the corner. But so you but decide to go to the Irish Channel to get some more normalcy. With the, uh, is that what you're doing? I guess it's it's in a roundabout way. We we do plan on getting back into the Bywater. You know. Oh, um, you do. Okay. It, it was where our start is. So if you do really well, but you're going to leave us. Is that? Oh what no, you're no, 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 no. We, we're still planning on doing Tracy's. Okay. Uh, okay. We're going to keep we're going to keep that open. Uh, we're actually looking for a place soon, but. Um, uh, definitely, the, you know, uh, we're starting this thing on low capital. and uh, Okay, but why well. donuts, though? You didn't answer that. Well, yeah, that's what I was getting into. Are you obsessed uh, with donuts personally? I, or? I am not a sweets person, believe it or not. Um, it, it, it all came relatively new to me. Um, but, again, uh, the neighborhood was changing so much, and I'm, my studio literally right is in the middle of where all these restaurants are popping up. So, you know, I was like, my art's 
my my let's say my gallery work hasn't been uh, to I haven't been doing my gallery work that much lately, and I have this great three thousand square foot studio with an open door front right to where all these these restaurants are opening up. So I just thought maybe it would be a good idea to um, to take advantage of this circumstance. And I you know I do love food, but I'm not a food you know I haven't been in the food industry that long. Uh, but you know we I t- talked to my my guest my plus one here and we just started talking oh, about you just food. outed him now okay Uh-oh. so we started so we started <laughs> well, that might be a good intro to him yeah. let's have him sit down with us too sure. and Go ahead. why don't you introduce who your plus one is oh uh, this is uh, Glenn Haggerty um, uh, one of uh, four partners in in the project we have Glenn Haggerty uh, two people who aren't making it is uh, Melissa Haggerty his wife and Douglas Clawson so. all right. Mm-hmm. Hello, Welcome. Ray. How you doing? Good to have you here. It's great to be here. I love your donuts, so I can't wait to start talking <laughs> about that in a minute. But um, so, okay, so how do you know each other? Well, um, when I first came to uh, New Orleans, I uh, frequented his bar quite often in the quarter. He opened up uh, a bar uh, when he was right. younger, so that was. What's the name of the bar? It was a ha- Haggerty's Bar and Grill. Yeah. Very right, creative so. name. Yes. <laughs> 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 but. Um, Hung out with him for a long time and just became friends, and it, it kind of evolved in, uh, between me, him, and Doug, and then, you know, uh, just friendship that way. And then uh, we. Okay, so again, why donuts? Why pick of all the business ventures yeah. to get into? Well, why again, donuts? that's why, like, from, from there, we were talking about some kind of a restaurant. Okay. And uh, capital was a, a problem, um, you know, building out, building out the space, uh, you know, equipment. You know all these things, especially with you know not having a, a long history in the the, the the industry. And Glenn was living in Chicago, um, and I think one one uh, one weekend he texted me and said, "How about donuts?" And uh, he explained the reasons. You know, explained uh, you know this place called the Donut Vault in Chicago, and all they huh. do is have an open door and they serve out, so you don't need a lot of the um, the equipment or anything that you have to staff a restaurant so mm. um sooner soon after we started making recipes in the studio and in, in uh their apartment and came up with some pretty good things and uh it huh. evolved from so there so you moved back to new orleans for yeah. this adventure yeah well, well uh not not completely but, but other um, things too. Yeah, yeah other things but um no i mean you know i'm in chicago and we're walking down the street and there's a restaurant a little italian restaurant in little italy my wife and i are going to get coffee saturday morning and there's a the, the restaurant that we love going to front door is open and they're selling donuts right out of the front and i'm like this, this is really cool didn't think much of it and then each week they started doing it and got more creative and one of the donuts was a creme brulee uh-huh. and i'm going you know i you know, I'm always back in New Orleans. I have another business here in New Orleans or in the uh, region. And, uh, you know, it was like I'm getting a creme brulee donut in Chicago, and I can't get anything remotely close to that <laughs> in New Orleans where creme brulee is from. Yeah, they so, should have like a bratwurst donut yeah, or something like I that mean, there. So right? it, well, and actually they may. <laughs> but, no, I mean, so it's just like, okay, well, there's an opportunity there. Um, right. So um, sort of developing the business idea, the concept. And then obviously the donuts themselves. So that's kind of the the start of it, the idea. Huh. So it was your idea before Michael's, and then you Michael was your friend, and you made the connection. And Mike had approached me about the space and trying to okay. think outside the box with the space. Mm-hmm. And then you know I kind of was thinking about the donut idea okay. and how to bring donuts to market in uh, in New Orleans. And knowing 
there's not a lot of places that do donuts in the city. You have your oh, bakeries yeah. and great bakeries, but nothing, you know, kind of like what's happening in other parts of the country with donuts. So I just changing the concept of the donut. Right. I mean, right. right. So it's not so, just so talk about that. So it's not sure. just um, not just your run of the mill um, old fashioned donut or whatever. There's, uh, I mean, okay, so I went by on Saturday finally. I've been wanting to go by for weeks and weeks, yep. and every Saturday I have something going on. And one time I came by, it was like 10 o'clock. You guys were already sold out, and then you open at 8. You've been mm-hmm. selling out every week at about 10 o'clock or so, I think, 10.30, right? Yeah. 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 And um, so yeah. I got there a little late. But, but uh, so this time we got there, and you offered seven different kinds of donuts. Uh, we got them all, and, uh, <laughs> of course, and I had six of them. Uh, <laughs> the only one I didn't have was the praline bacon because I got a nut allergy. Otherwise, I would have had that ah, too. Ooh, okay. So right. you brought some with you tonight. Can you? We uh, Can yeah. you? Can you go through the run through those a little mm-hmm. bit? Yeah, certainly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. The first one is a uh, cre- uh, Creole cream cheese mousse with uh, fresh strawberries. Nice. Um, and it's dusted with uh, powdered sugar. Um, the strawberries themselves, uh, although these aren't because the strawberries are out of season, right. but when we first started nine weeks ago, there were uh, strawberries from Ponchatoula. Nice. Um, John Dale Farms, uh, we hooked mm-hmm. up with them at the uh, market, and they were great. They, you know, kind of uh, really helped us out as far as the strawberries themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, the Creole cream cheese mousse, um, it's, it's basically a cream cheese. Uh, Creole cream cheese uh, lightened up a little bit, so it's not as heavy. Yeah. And uh, my wife Melissa, she's um, she's kind of the the well, not kind of. She is the one who really has a background in pastries, and yeah, I mean right. she she gets it. Yeah. So um, uh, you know we. She's can been spearheading the recipes. Right. Well. Right. Okay, let's look at another one. Sure. Yeah, we got a bunch here, so we got to run through these. What's great about this uh, strawberry? I had one of those on on Saturday. And that was right. that was my favorite one, I think, cool. of the yeah. seven awesome. we had. And what's good about that? Uh, we're trying to make it on a New Orleans twi- twist uh, in rethinking the donut. Is we we slice it in half, so we like to call it dressed. Like that's true. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's a dressed donut. That's right. Nice, a dressed so, donut. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't feed me one of these donuts, Grant. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you listen? I had six donuts on Saturday. I cannot, yeah. I cannot um, eat more donuts. Now you feel our pain. Oh, I, I want to try one of the ones I haven't had yet. I feel weird Let's bringing some of those to our desserts to, a, uh, to our studio know, audience here. <laughs> so the, uh, All right, what's this one? Uh, let's see. This is a chocolate, um, and it's just straight chocolate. There's no sugar, no additives, no nothing. You it's just, just down pure really good quality chocolate. Chucker, uh, chocolate. Yeah. And then uh, instead of putting like sprinkles or something, we actually put Pop Rocks on it. Pop Rocks? Yeah. Oh, that one I want. I'll so, try that. Um, wow. It's surprising that um, awesome. a lot of kids today oh. don't realize, <laughs> um, they don't know what Pop Rocks are, uh, is. So. Yeah. You know what? I never had a Pop Rock before. This will be my first time. Are you serious? They were really big in fourth grade. I was afraid of them because I heard Mikey died right. from yeah. Pop Rocks. <laughs> and so I've yeah. never had a Pop Rock. Well, this will be my first what time. What was the thing? You can't uh, you can't have Pop Rocks and something else or your Coca-Cola, you know, some, I think. Yeah, it's yeah that's right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, what's so, the next one? Uh, while, I, while I bite this one. Yeah, the next one is a the, the chocolate, same chocolate. Uh, with salted caramel. And, oh, yeah, I had that on Saturday. And, uh, yeah. Pink, yeah. yeah, it's pink yeah. Uh, Himalayan sea salt mm-hmm. on top. So, um, you know, one of the one of the probably the best compliments we've gotten, uh, we've received, is the fact, you know, somebody said, you know, they're really wow. not that sweet. And, right. you know, we're really trying to make sure that it's not, you know, full, filled with sugar. And, I mean, it's a donut, don't get me wrong. But um, more of a, I mean, in a lot of ways, uh, 
you know the European dessert where it's yeah, right, it's got a little bit of a savory quality to it. Yep. Um, so as a matter of fact. Um, These pop rocks are rattling around in my mouth right now. <laughs> I thought I was done, and they're still going. Cool. No I already swallowed my donut, virgin. and now my mouth's still rattling. <laughs> when does it stop? Uh, well, we'll I know why they're so popular. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is the creme brulee. That's the creme brulee. Yeah. And, uh, now, come on. Does have you? Does anyone else besides that Chicago place you talked about offer creme brulee donut? What a great idea. Yeah, um, donut plant in, uh, in uh, New York. I, huh. I I don't know if they were the first or vo- uh, Voodoo Donuts up in Portland, right. but um, I mean everybody in the world puts Boston cream in a donut That's and all right. that Correct. stuff in yeah. it. Well, you know, this is just like that, but taking up like just a couple more notches, right? Well, I mean, it is, and not only that, but I mean, your Boston creams, right? Yeah. Um, they're going to be, it's going to be a powdered mix. It's, right. you know, this is actually a... This is th- real creme brulee you put in there. Same Made thing fresh. that you would make. Now, you also have the um, the toasted part on top, Correct. right? Correct. Yeah. yeah, we dry out some brown sugar. That's pretty cool. And um, it's, a, it's a mixture of sugars that we dry out and then um, we glaze it with a vanilla glaze and then put the, the sugar That was my second favorite, to be honest. The, that the was brulee. amazing. And then we torch it, just like you would torch the top of a brulee. So you torch we, it while it's already on the donut? Yeah, we yes. torched the, the entire you torched donut. You torched the donut. Yeah, Correct. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, I, I, it was a shame that I, I wanted to torch it here, but um, it, there's two, because <laughs> the smell, it's yeah. amazing. That would have yeah. been awesome. Yeah, yeah. But it, it gets too soggy All if right. you if you let it sit. Mm-hmm. I, I just got to have another sure. one of these. It's great. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I can't stress enough about the quality of ingredients, though, right. you know, yeah. and doing it scratch and, and doing right. it right. Yeah. So they don't hold, you know, they, they don't last, you know, several days. Not yep. I'm hoping you didn't bring us any other donuts. Is this it? We did. No, we have, uh, quite no. A few. We, have, we have a few more. I think at least one of the ones you have to talk about is the very new one, the uh, Bananas Foster. Yeah. The bananas Foster Donut. <laughs> you didn't have that on Saturday. No, that's... No, this is you brand new. The By the way, the, the, gonna be the, the radio audience cannot hear this. We, 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 have a, we have a number of, uh, of patrons that are here at Ted's, and I was talking to one right before, and they've come to your place every week the last four weeks. They, just, they were walking by. They came in. They saw it. They loved it. Awesome. And now they've gone back every Saturday since. And every time I mention one of the donuts, I hear them like, like moaning and sighing behind my, behind my neck. It's awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, so this is a Bananas Foster Donut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, this is the first time wow. uh, we've, we've done it, actually. So you're, you're taking the first bite. I'm going to take the first bite of it? Yeah, Uh-oh. so I'm going to make history. Mm-hmm. You want to take a picture kind of this? If, uh, if we got it wrong. <laughs> I know Melissa. She, she wow, that's awful. Her. I'm just kidding. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's honestly one of the tastiest donuts I've ever had. You can really, you can taste, like you say, it's not too sweet, it's not overpowering, so you can mm-hmm. taste the banana. It's got a really neat consistency to it, too. It's almost kind of like a, I don't know what you call it, like a pudding more than a custard almost? I don't know what you Yeah, it, as a matter of fact, it is a, it's it's a, ba- a base off of a pudding recipe. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, um, but it's, matter of fact, the, the bananas themselves are roasted. So you're getting a depth of flavor in there that, um, you know, if you're oh, if you're doing a bananas foster in a pan, yeah. you're gonna get that fire and that roast kind of quality. Right. But you can't do that with with that with a, bre- uh, a banana pudding. Huh. So, in, in in order to achieve it, um, she roasts the bananas whole. And okay, now where'd you where'd you find these these uh, recipes? I mean, your wife <laughs> come, came up with this. How where'd yeah. you come up with this? Well, yeah. you know, um, there most recipe like a uh, banana pudding. Um, you're, it's not gonna be specific to a donut, so you have right. to take. Uh, take a recipe that you have or recipes and just play with it and get it right for what you're doing. 
um, because the end product is so different. Um, yeah, consistencies of the yeah, even the glazes the, and everything. Else yeah, like the yeah. custard for the brulee has to be a little bit thicker to to yeah. pipe in, and so you just have to play with it and, and work with it. So, mm-hmm. matter of fact, the um, have the, you had any bomb? Have you had any any that you, you tried and just did not work out? It sounded like a good oh, idea at the time, but um, like, what's one that you don't offer anymore that you tried out one week and? Just well, it's not not that it exactly bombed because we, uh, you know, we're selling out, of course. Yeah. Um, right. But the, I think what happened was the key limes were. Uh, you know, it's funny you say on, that. Okay, yeah. I wasn't going to mention it, <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. of of the of the six that I tried, the only mm-hmm. one that didn't absolutely wow me was the key lime. Right. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a little overpowering the flavor. It was super super. Uh, you, the flavor was too much. You have to mm-hmm. like key lime. Yeah, you, you have yeah. to really like it's, key lime. It's but an all or nothing. Even if, I mean, I do yeah. like key lime, and I have a key lime tree in my backyard. But the thing is. Uh, it was just to me. It was just uh, too overwhelming. It was like I couldn't taste anything else after that. Like burned right. out my 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 um, mm-hmm. my taste buds. Palette, yeah. sure. I mean, I liked it. I mean, of course, after don't, six don't donuts. Wrong. What? Yeah. Of course, after six donuts, you never know. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the order it came. In. That's a good point. That's a really good point. But um, anyway, yeah, I think we all agreed the strawberry was our favorite, and the uh, the key lime was our least favorite, probably. Okay. But so. Oh, my wife's disagreeing. She, she liked the key lime. Oh, she's from Miami, lime. though. She's obsessed well, with key limes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my wife said. My, my daughter says she liked it too. Okay, well, we got a little disagreement here. <laughs> on the uh, on the bananas foster, one thing I did want to mention: we we're talking about ingredients, right? And um, I had a, a conversation with a purveyor of, uh, of fine spirits. Uh, we were talking uh, talking about uh, rum for the sauce. Yes. And you know, typically it's a Myers dark rum. Okay. What, what you're using um, at what unfortunately was Brennan's and. Um, <laughs> But, I, you know, we kind of settled on uh, New Orleans uh, rum because, number one, we wanted it to be a local product, if at all That's possible. That's great. But the second thing is uh, we use the spiced one. So it's got cayenne in it. Oh, yeah. And it's, pl- it's got some cinnamon, some allspice. It's got some spices to it. So, you know, you're getting away from the sugar and getting into some And that's in your Bananas Foster. That, that glazes on there is with nice. New Orleans rum. So, yeah. Wow. Huh. Well, I, I mean, that's really wonderful. I mean, I'll tell you one thing I, I, I really appreciate about pop-ups. We were talking about pop-ups right before the show, too, with some folks, is you walk down a place like Magazine, and you see all these empty storefronts on days that they're closed or if they're not open for breakfast. Like Tracy's a bar. They're not really open for breakfast usually, I guess, right, at no, 8 no, on Saturdays. No. And it's just great to keep these wonderful properties open all the time and then have a variety of stuff, too. I mean, I may not pop in for a beer at Tracy every time I pass, sure. but I can come by and get a get a donut, too. That's really neat. So the business model is kind of interesting, too. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, how does that work, your relationship with Tracy's? Well, uh, fortunately enough, uh, Glenn knew Jeff pretty well. I mean, you know, they're both from uh, Chalmette. And uh, for our uh, listeners, we should oh, say Tracy. Sorry, sorry. Some of you know Tracy's is Araby. I forgot about that. Oh. Yeah. But it's all good. Don't want to offend, yeah. So it was, I mean. Tracy's is a bar. Yeah. Famous bar, kind of the successor to Parasols in some people's mind. It also has great roast beef po' boys and all that on magazine. Mm-hmm. Irish Channel, iconic place. Yeah. Okay, c- continue. Yeah. So um, he was kind enough to give us an opportunity because I think, you know, we got to the point where we, we didn't have the capital to build out of my studio right away. And we wanted to, I mean, you know, we, we thought the recipes were great. So I thought we, you know, we all thought it was time to try to uh, test market and see if we were right on our own products. And this was the best way to do it, and he's lets us, uh, you know, come in and uh, 
so early pay, early so in the morning. So you pay him rent to use the space. So you use his kitchen too at all? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we use his kitchen in the morning, prep everything, and then uh, bring it out and open the door and start selling. Because they have a full kitchen there, basically. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The space isn't being used. It's right, real recognizable, I guess, Correct. right? Because everybody knows Tracy's is kind of like an anchor to the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, and, and the nice part about it, it's you know, it it's Tracy's isn't in a, a stretch of. Uh, commercial properties. It's literally in the middle of the neighborhood. Right, right, right. So, you know, four, eight blocks, people are walking their dogs, running. Uh, we get a lot of people running, see us, go shower and come back, um, you know, grab their wife and come back or their husband and come back. So um, it's really neat to see people walking their dogs, stopping and you know, it's it's a nice little community type thing. Yeah. So it's cool. And so do you have like yeah. a lease with Tracy's? How's that work? Are you just doing week by week? No, you just kind of you know, have a gentleman's I, agreement sort of thing going? Yeah. I mean, Jeff and I have been friends for a while. Okay. So, um, you know, it, it was something that we we wanted to get it to market just to get some feedback and see, uh, see if it would do what we thought it would do. Okay. Um, we but we haven't done anything official or you know extended a lease. Okay, so what's the next step then now? So so you obviously it's been successful. You're selling mm-hmm. out every time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so do you want to extend it to other days too, or do, or do you want to go straight to a brick and mortor kind of thing? I mean, you, are well, you going to move into your studio well, and try to turn that in a yeah, is that zone for that? Yeah. Well, it's uh, we're going to work work uh, other. We're actually looking at a place in the central business district right now, uh, very soon uh, to try to do six days a week. But we also definitely have intentions to stay at Tracy's on Saturdays I think maybe maybe my own opinion I think it might be too much to push it there uh, more than one day a week but um, we definitely want to keep a presence there and uh, you know uh, step by step once you know once we get uh, a little more progress going on in a uh, brick and mortar place and get consistency and get more production out of it uh, then we'll try I mean obviously both of us have strong ties uh, in in the, in the ninth ward, I mean, his family grew up there. Right, he's there. I, I mean, uh, granted, I'm a, I'm a uh, transplant, but I've still been there. Okay, 16 so that, years. tell me this now. So you have a your name's uh, Upper Nine. Mm-hmm. That's you know, it's becoming a hipster uh, mecca to your chagrin. I think Michael it's a little alluded bit, maybe, to a little you know, bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's still, I mean, right. there's nice. All right, but yeah, too. with that name though, you, you mm-hmm. got to have a vegan donut too, right? Are you, gonna, are you guys going to do a vegan donut next? Uh, what are you doing? No, <laughs> no, you don't want a vegan donut. <laughs> Not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, who knows? Uh, but um, I mean, is it that much more complicated to make a to make a vegan donut? It is not. I don't think. Uh, well, that's ah, just a suggestion I got. Um, the the oh, egg the eggs would be a, yeah. an issue. The eggs would be an issue. Yeah. Okay, a slight problem, but right. You know, I think if some people can overlook a certain ingredients maybe we'll uh, have something close to a vegan donut <laughs> <laughs> well that's yeah it's between you and you and them <laughs> okay um so let's see now where, where we go from here so we're so we're gonna see so you're you're planning you have firm plans to open up a place i mean you, you know that donuts really to me in new orleans are seem to be kind of uh not very not ever present Let's say, right? right? Well, it was the old McKinsey's Donuts that all the old timers talk about. It's a yep. historic yeah. place everybody loves sure. that mm-hmm. kind of morphed eventually into the chicken in a box place or whatever. Mm-hmm. But right, right. everybody has stories about that. And yeah. it was on Britannia. They still have the neon lights for it. I know you got a background neon mm-hmm. where the uh, Creole Creamery is. And, mm-hmm. and uh, now we have Blue Dot that opened up. Correct. And that's the first one that really had these, at least in my, since well, I've been here, that has the, the super creative ones. Right. Or, Whatever sure. and and then they're they're opening a second place on Chapatula, so they're growing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, sounds like you guys maybe are in the beginning of something that is um, may take off. Yeah, because it, it was definitely 
when we first started talking about, you know, it, it, that was in the back of my mind. You know, it's, it's not, it's not a donut city. It's a, you know, it's a, um, what's the hmm. beignets? Yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you. It's a beignet city. You know, <laughs> even that though, that's yeah. more of a myth, right? I mean, there's only yeah, a few well, places to serve beignets. Right. It's hard yeah. to get a beignet. Wow. Yeah. There's I, one I've place been, in Uptown, the, uh, yeah. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood and that's Company, fairly new too. Is he, which is yeah. new. Yeah. Uh, think, is the yeah. only place that that uh, serves beignets in, in all the whole uptown area. But I think it's still a mind frame, you know. And, and, and there's and so pastries, many other, you know, a lot of pastries, yeah, pastries and croissants, tons correct. of great croissants. I can walk to four or five great croissant places a block, a yeah, few blocks of my house. And you think of the, the dessert history, bread right, pudding, right, right. You know, so you're sort of marrying pudding, so. a couple things here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think I yeah. think you know. And again, this is not you know. It really isn't the Krispy Kreme kind of donut, and so I think we're we're, we're going in a different direction. Right. And I think it's palatable to. You know, people who, you know, let's say, just foodies. You know, I, I think yeah. I think we're reaching to people who want something different from a donut. Right. But, I mean, obviously, so. we're not taking ourselves too serious either. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pop rocks on a donut. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll tell you that. I mean, the donuts you brought tonight. There's not not there's not one of those I've ever had anywhere else personally. Sure. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. And I don't even think I've heard of. I mean, I've never heard of a banana falsis donut, a creme yeah. brulee donut. Right. Right. Um. You know, those are very pop rocks on a donut. Mm-hmm. Salted caramel on a donut. You no, just don't hear those. As matter things, of so. fact, I mean, we've tested out a bunch more. Um, yeah. And uh, we we're talking about beignets. We actually right. did a uh, a, um, a beignet and cafe au lait donut all yeah. in one, which is really good. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, when we, we, when did, we were doing the small batches, we yeah, would put. Uh, uh, we put pure coffee. We tried different uh, different concepts. We did pure coffee grinds. We did uh, extracts, all this to get the, the flavor inside the donut. And then when you laid the, the, the powdered sugar on top, it tasted exactly like a cafe au lait. It's basically so. taking a bite of a beignet. So what, and so what are you waiting for? Of, well, <laughs> it's not conducive to the pop up. You know, what, yeah, yeah. it's just. Uh, the other one we were doing was a lemongrass donut with um, with chili. a Thai chili glaze, yeah. um, which right. was a little spicy. So I mean, we're okay. we got we have over about a hundred uh, different ideas for donuts. So you have a hundred yeah. different ideas. How many yeah. have you used so far? Uh, we've probably done about twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Michael, I, I, I can't have you on the mic and not talk about uh, other your other interests. I mean, I've right. been as long as I've known you, you're. I was I, I nicknamed you the sleeper because every time I'd be in a social setting with you, you kind of you know our listeners could probably tell you're not mumbler. super chatty. You're a little bit of a mumbler, and then we'll be we'll be hanging out with a bunch of really effusive people, and then all of a sudden you'll just sort of mumble something that if you miss it, you know we'll regret it the rest of our lives because you'll have the killer line of the night, and all of a sudden it'll be like yeah, and then I toured with Mick Jagger. I was his butler for a year, or whatever. Like you know, it's always something with you. So oh, the music. I mean. You know, the only way we could explain it was that you're a, sp- a traveler from the future because nothing else makes janitor. sense. Yeah, yeah, right. We couldn't figure it out. But mm-hmm. so you've been in neon art. Correct. You yeah. lived in Heidelberg for a little while doing art. Is that right? Uh, actually, a uh, little place in uh, near in Bavaria called Fraunau. It was a really, really small town okay, right okay. on the Czech border. So, And it was a long time. You were drunk. You told me it was Heidelberg. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> imagine imagine All right. that. Yes, All right, now, imagine that. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. maybe we should get him to just tell stories about uh, you know how you guys met at the bar. But anyway, well, so the, I think um, speaking of drunk, he's uh, got a great one. Although <laughs> oh, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a midnight menu plus one without at least yeah. one drinking story. You got to. No, actually, I was telling uh, Mike when he had uh, mentioned coming here to do the show. I was like, you know, okay, uh, it's been a while since I've been in this little area. Uh, 16 years old. I got arrested right over here. Um, hey, Roberts? No, there was a little bar called Shanahan's. All right. Um, yeah, 
shouldn't have been in there. They arrested people back then for they drinking did. at 16? Actually, no. I didn't what? think they did. You must have been to, acting up. It had nothing to do with me drinking uh, or being in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, uh, just uh, some Wait, what else was there? What, what else were you doing? There was a, um, a break it, uh, breaker box, and uh, evidently, I don't know if I did it, quite frankly, um, but they said I did. I flipped the switch, and next ah. thing I know, I'm in bouncers and carried and out. And it was fun. Nice. It's great. Okay, so this, yeah. this place has some sweet memories for you right here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. So. All right. So, 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 Michael, just tell us a little bit about your art, what you do with that. I know you're still an active artist as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I started out neon, definitely, and it's, I, I really loved the, the Frost Op for that reason. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, wonderful I, neon here. I mean, like yeah, the yeah, rotating it's, mug it's and gorgeous. the rest of it. That's yeah. a wonderful piece. Um, but I, I, I got bored quickly you know I, I i hated the project process so much when i was in art school I, I took it by accident and it was just so extremely difficult to learn how to do i quit school just to learn the trade so um after a little while i got bored so i went back uh finished up my d- degree and worked in the glass world for a while and it eventually brought me into public sculpture so now were you already in new orleans at this point yeah 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 I, I, now, how did you get to new orleans um uh, two class, like two glass classes came down. One from Alfred, New York. One from University of Wisconsin. Uh, we both did a road trip. Met up in Ohio. Came down. Slept on the floors of this place in the Bywater called Studio Inferno, and that's what f- made me fall in love with that area of the city. Because you know, granted it was cold and everything, but we were walking from the Bywater past Frenchman Street. Ha- uh, Cafe Brazil was happening at the time, uh, and it was a really gr- large glass scene that it was. Um, uh, blowing up, so I was like. So when the class was over, you moved down here. Uh, well, not when it was. It, it was not still. Immediately, it was still coming. Yeah, it was still pretty strong when I came down here. Uh, I mean, it, it faded a little bit, but that's probably because it, it faded around the country. You know, um, but I, it it led me to getting involved in public sculpture. So I have a piece on Tab Gormley Stadium, and I have a piece out in uh, Power Boulevard. So, All right. So. Yeah. Okay, now when did you put the band together? You're in the band, the punk band of the Parishioners. There used to be a lively punk uh, scene in New Orleans. I think of it as a, more of an Americana than punk, but uh, <laughs> it sounds like punk when you sing. Well, that's because I'm a bad singer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that night in Gulfport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we won't, of get, drug we won't go there, but um, <laughs> you keep doing this. Now we have to tell us about the night in Gulfport. <laughs> um, yeah. What hurricane was that? Uh, I don't remember. It was the year after Katrina. There was another one that came through. Oh, Gustav in 2008. Is that what it was? Yeah, it could be. So, of course, we're all skittish, and um, I've got a business over in Gulfport, and um, I invited Mike to come over uh, to stay with my wife and I uh, just to get out of New Orleans in in case anything happened. (laughs) On another shore town? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, we were up a little bit. You're okay, though. Yeah, yeah. You're inland a little. So um, it, it passes through, nothing happens, and but the entire... You know, Gulfport, Biloxi's, you know, it's dead. Uh, there's nothing open. And we've been holed up for like three, four days uh, in a hotel. You know, it's a little small hotel. Uh, so we just were like, we got to get out of here. So there was one bar open on Highway 49, Gulfport, Mississippi. And we started drinking maybe about 2 o'clock. And 6 o'clock rolls around, 7 o'clock. And we, you know, all right, we better get out of here. Um, and karaoke started 
and karaoke, and he starts singing Sinatra and Dino and everything Sinatra. else. Sinatra. And, of course, it's nothing but, um, you know, everybody else is singing Guns N' Roses and country, and, yeah. and right. uh, you know, every fifth song, it's, it's one of the, the crooners uh, over here. And everybody falls in love with him because he's out of the box, right? <laughs> Next thing I know, the, the bar is filled with transvestites and We transsexuals. have to admit this was a sports bar. Yeah, it's a sports bar. Billiards. And, and then it's nothing. Wait, wait. How did you fill it up with the transvestites? I missed I have no part. idea. They, we, just, we, they came by and they said, he, that guy sounds like a tranny magnet. And the next thing I know, <laughs> yeah. they're singing as well because it's karaoke night. It was the yeah. most bizarre night ever. I mean, in Gulfport, Mississippi, singing karaoke with transsexuals. Are there a lot of transsexuals in Gulfport? I had no idea. More but than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the state of Mississippi, right? That is exactly right. Wow. It was, okay. And they it was, all found that bar that night. Yeah, <laughs> it was phenomenal. And you were you were the draw. <laughs> wow. Okay, I don't even want to know, Michael. This, I think you're leaving out a detail of this story for me. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, Waffle House. Yeah, we went to Waffle House just to kind of get our heads straight before we went home. <laughs> it always ends at the Waffle House. That's it. Uh, okay, well, um. Listen, I think we are, we're about out of time here, but it's been great uh, spending time with you tonight, and we're thankful for Upper Nine Donuts. I know I am. Uh, I'm not going to get on the scale tomorrow. I'll <laughs> skip a day or two after this, but this has been magnificent, and, and looking forward to see what else you can Definitely thank you for having us. We yeah, yes, thank you for coming. I know it was on short notice as well. Um, well, our special guest tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One was Michael Kane and his business partner, Glenn Haggerty, of Upper Nine Donuts. You can find out more about Upper Nine Donuts by uh, following the links on our website, itsneworleans.com. Our show is recorded live at Ted's Frosthop on Claiborne Avenue in Calhoun in uptown New Orleans. Ted's is open seven days a week, serving first-class burgers, beer, and their awesome homemade root beer and a frosty mug. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris. Chris Keogh is our technical director. The fabulous auto quality of the show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best uh, audio recording and live sound products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, uh, Eris Studio monitors, and much more. Visit PreSonus.com for more information. You can get in touch with us here at Midnight Manual Plus One by going to our website. It's NewOrleans.com. And from there, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can sign up for our mailing list. Join our fan club. Uh, you know, Buy T-shirts, all the rest of it. We don't really have the T-shirts. But um, while you're at It's NewOrleans.com, you can listen to other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One, as well as other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, True to the Game, Win-Win, and Out to Lunch. And if you're listening to the show on iTunes, thank you for subscribing. Maybe you could take a minute to rate and review us. It helps other people to find us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. To be here again at Ted's Frost Top, I'm Ray Kanata. Good night. Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. 
Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.